We'll give them the carrot first, and then later, we'll let the law give them the stick. Hello, and welcome back to the Lost Legends of Scadrille Mistborn Adventure Game Podcast. I'm your host and narrator, Trevor, and with me we have the rest of the well-roasted dusters. Hello, I am Lena. I play Bellador Wild. I'm Zach, and I play Finnegan Bowman. I am John. I go by Clovermite Online, and I play Gladys Logan. Uh, let's jump back in. Um, I uh, I'm really excited to record tonight, guys. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, this is this one. I hope is gonna be a lot of fun. Um, so uh, with that being said, um, we will just pick up exactly where we left off. A man with uh, sandy brown hair, um, very tall, broad-shouldered. Um, he is wearing a very crisp suit, uh, very stylish shoes, all of the latest fashions. And he uh, extends his hand forward after he's sitting across from Bella with a uh, brand of a crescent moon on his right wrist. And he says, I believe I'm Griffith Christophori. I believe, you know, my brother Thadriel. I will stretch my hand out and shake his hand and say, pleasure is mine. Uh, Thadriel, you said you might have to. Refresh my recollection. I meet quite a few people, and uh, the names don't always stick. Thadriel's been known to take a moniker or two in his time, so I'm not sure exactly what it is that you would know him by, but my information says that um, he was in your company when uh, he came back home. At least at the time that uh, home came back to him. So what's he look like again? Uh, he's a scrawny little thing. He's got sandy hair. Uh, quite the mouth on him. Like, never knew how to show anybody respect. Um, you know, really scrawny. Not really great. Good for that much. No alimantic powers or anything like that. Uh, but, uh, I was told he was one of your merry little band. Uh, back before you did the election job. Right. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Yeah. How how old is is uh, this uh uh <laughs> Look, when you have as many siblings as I do, you start forgetting how old each of them are. He's somewhere in his teens, just an obnoxious age. Oh good lord. Cool, 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 cool. Cool. Cool cool cool. Yeah. Cool 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 cool. I mean good harmony. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, it's a strange set of circumstances that have, uh, brought you all here to the heart of Christophori power when, uh, all signs point to the beginning of your journey being when you robbed a Christophori bank. Isn't that right? Was it? I'm having a hard time. Well, in... That's okay, I, uh... I, I... A bank? I mean, I don't think I've ever stepped been in one. Oh, yeah, never been in a bank, huh? Yeah, never been in a bank. Look, as, Cl- as Clytus is As I recall, Griffith, I believe that was uh, this Thadriel's idea, if I heard correctly. 
Yes, he, uh, he's quite the rebel. He, uh, does not take as well to father as some of the siblings have. Uh, but that's, let's consider that water under the bridge. I'm sure Clytus has said in the past that he's not interested in a bounty on you. That's because Christopher, I have not put a bounty on you. May I ask why? <laughs> I'm glad you asked that. Uh, you're Finn, correct? Finn and Bellador Wild of the Rashikin Wilds? That's me. And, uh, Finn, I believe there was a hostile takeover of your parents' company by our shipping interests. Isn't that correct? Just a little merry band of uh, insurrectionists here against the, the underworlds and the overlords. Uh, you don't have to remind me. Griffith, I, I would say that uh, our escapades in Rashikin did make things a little bit easier for our organization. Clytus, I, uh, I hope that I'm not coming across as too intimidating to your friends here. You see, I am very hopeful that uh, we can consider the enemy of my enemy to be my friend in this case. And... In some cases, I'm hoping that um, some renewed negotiations between, and he snaws, flashes uh, kind of a shark-like smile like Clytus likes to flash, uh, friends can help us both benefit and both get what we're looking for. And what is exactly that you are looking for? When uh, Thadriel, if you want, I can call him by whatever moniker he was going by. Uh, if you, I just need to know what that is. Or I can go with Thadriel, I don't care. Thadriel's fine. When Thadriel left, he stole something very important from, uh, from the family. Uh, something that is essential to running the business. And it is of the utmost importance to father and the rest of the family that these things be recovered as quickly as possible. Thadriel didn't happen to say anything or hide anything, or what we're looking for is full disclosure on what it was that he used your group to accomplish. You mean with all your money and all your resources, you can't find a little boy? Oh, we have Thadriel. He is just, uh, uncooperative at the moment, and as spirited as he's always been in the lack of his power, it's not likely that he's going to relinquish this information on his own. So, initially the plan was to have Clytus here stick around with you and hopefully go beat around the bush and find the archives. But, you know, that hasn't worked out. And you've certainly kicked up quite a hornet's nest, which gives us the opportunity to offer a little bit of salvation from that problem in return for your cooperation in finding what Thadriel stole from us. Well, I'm afraid he didn't really say very much to us. Uh, mostly just suggested robbing a bank, yours, I presume. And then he just sort of spent the rest of the time making eyes at me. So that's really all I got. He never mentioned something valuable or a chance for blackmail or it was, it was really all just robbing this bank. Yeah, pretty much. And the activities that followed, where you continue to pursue uh, the Christophori interest at Morlane's Crook, the uh, the Guildmaster in Elendel, 
Um, it it really seemed as though you were hard set on pursuing anti Christophori interests even after Thadriel left your group. Are, are what we were doing was putting hard working and deserving people in places of power. Look, that's very noble, and I'm sure you have a bleeding heart that will one day inspire Harmony to give you a special gift, just like he gave the Lord Mistborn three hundred years ago. But right now I'm talking about the interests of people who are very powerful and who, by all appearances, and please don't take this as a threat, but merely acknowledging the, informa- the, the situation at hand, has you completely in their power. So I, I would recommend, uh, Finn, that you not push any buttons here. Honestly, Griffith, I, I do believe Belladora is the one more likely to push buttons. Finn's just the one that helps knock him down. Uh, Griffith uh, flashes a very, very sharp smile at Bella. I think Bella and I are going to get along famously, to be honest. I'm just here to get back at my in-laws, darling. I'm sure you know how it is. (laughs) That is exactly what I was hoping to hear, because you see... That particular family has also been a thorn in our side for quite a long time. And that is part of what we are offering in exchange with your help, resecuring what Thadriel took. The power and influence to take down that family. How would you like a chance at revenge against the Irvanes? Well, if I'm being honest with you, I'm not sure how much help I need. Well, you've already come to us for a place to hide. What if we were able to give you a way to not hide anymore? What if we cleared up any charges against you, any wanted posters, any bounties? There's quite a bit of protection that can be extended by the Christophori name. And while you wouldn't be an official agent, for as long as you're pursuing anti-Irvane interests and giving us what help you can in finding the Archive, we uh, will certainly extend those privileges to you as well. And what exactly is this archive you want to find so badly? The long and short of it is that it's a metal mine, a copper mine to be exact, the contents of which I am not privy to disclose or let alone even know. However, it is, contains vital information to the Christophori organization, and we want it back. Back, meaning you've had it before? Of course. It can't be stolen if it wasn't ours to begin with. So I'm just kind of uh, reading between the lines here, but my guess is you've used this uh, archive to grant yourselves knowledge that's led to you becoming one of the most powerful, if not uh, if not the most powerful family in Ellendale. Now, you might be uh, be thinking that our information, that information has crippled our organization, or that our power might be vested in that information, and let me assure you that that is not the case. The Christophori family has flourished in the past 300 years through the power of our Colossus, and that is something that it cannot be contained in a metal mind. And I believe it's something that you ran into in front of the mansion at Morlane's Crook. 
<laughs> I'd like to note Finnegan does not like this guy. <laughs> well, you're obviously here to tell us what you want us to do, so it, have out with it. Well, I'm I'm here to offer a choice. And this isn't going to be one of those impossible situations. You know that we can find you. You know that we have power. And you know that as of yet, we're not bearing a grudge against you. We have the person who really hurt us and who set you on this path. But to be honest, we're big fans. You fixed an election. You brought down the the corrupt officials in Morlane's Crook. You burned down the Irvine Manor. If there was anyone in this entire basin who had half the guts to get things done as you did, <laughs> the Christophorais might, uh, might have some trouble on their hands. What you're missing is the resources and power of an influential organization behind you. That's how you can really affect change. And that's what we're offering. But we're not going to threaten you. If you don't want this protection, you're welcome to leave and head back to Elendel or even stay out here in the roughs. We're not going to hold a grudge against you because I feel like Thadriel will come around eventually even if it's the last thing he does. And so, we'll get what we want one way or another. But why leave a potential enemy out there when we can have another potential ally who's been empowered to take down our enemies? And if there's one family who's worse than the Christophori, it's the Irvings. Do we have to come up with an answer right away, or am I allowed to confer with my comrades for a minute? I don't want to rush you at all, Bella. I, I want to give you everything you need to be the best force of destruction you can. And if I have to wait a day, a week, a month, however long you need to come up with an answer, I'm confident you'll come up with the right one. Meta question. <laughs> can we wait long enough to get all my charges back? <laughs> um, that is a fair point. You do deserve some charges back for the week you've spent. Um, go ahead and add another 50 charges. Heyo! The question is, was he charging those while milking cows? Yeah, I think that he would just try and, like, it's similar to what he did on the docks, is, you know, work while he's charging to try and build muscle in a weakened state. That's that's how he maintains his physique of six, is that he uh, he trains when he's storing. It's called the FinX 5000 method. <laughs> Crossfin. Crossfin? <laughs> I like that better. The Fin 90X. That was the pun <laughs> I was looking for. That was the pun I was thinking of. Pelafin. That sounds like some kind of bird. Yes. <laughs> sounds like a Pokemon, to be honest. <laughs> it's a Pokemon in the shape of a door. They get real weird nowadays. Why not? I'm pretty sure there already is a door that's a Pokemon. <laughs> it probably is. It's been so many years since I did anything Pokemon. Let's, let's, let's move on from the fin bugs. <laughs> um, I'm not going to answer that meta question. I'm going to let you uh, kind of stew. Yeah. Um, Wait, I've, so I've got, if, I'm sorry. I've got one more. It's called Finness. <laughs> sorry. 
Continue. Um, Bella, are you looking for that time to discuss immediately? Um, because if so, he'll he'll leave the room with uh, alone with you. Um, I might ask for a couple of days if we're able to like send word or something. Um, he's gonna stay around the um the ranch. He there's a lodge, like a house that's set up on the land that's specifically reserved for members of the family who come to visit. Um, so he said that he's willing to wait as long as it takes, um, for you to come up with an answer. That's not uncomfortable at all. I mean, they're, they're still the mob. Some have called it a super <laughs> gang. <laughs> uh, do you want Clytus around for this discussion? Um, Bella is going to make a point like it it's going to be very pointed that Clytus is not invited. <laughs> so are we, are we are you having that discussion now then? Um yeah, she'll probably pull Finn aside and see if she can have a little chat with him. Should I go into side chat? Oh, uh, I can go into side chat as well if you'd like. Oh. I mean, I'll listen I'll listen to it eventually. But... <laughs> <laughs> There's no avoiding me hearing it, but at least I mean, for it doesn't the matter as much because huh. you're the GM. <laughs> you need to be there yeah, for yeah, clarifying exactly. questions. You're not a player character. Yeah, I don't know if I care. All right, I'm going to go ahead and just move you right. over then, John. <laughs> Entering private chat. So, what? Finn, it seems like you don't like our new friend. This friend is part of the organization that ruined my family's life. Of course I don't like him. I'm not particularly inclined to trust them myself, after certain things have come to light. But, here's the thing. We don't have a lot of information on them. And if we're working in close quarters, then I'm sure that some things will let slip. You remember the election job, Finn. You're right. But if we do this, if we do this, I'm asking for a deed. I'm getting my boats back. At the very, it's the very least we can, they can do for the trouble of putting, they're putting us through. If it's possible, I will do whatever I can to help. But as we found out with that election job, the best way to take something down is from the inside. You're, you're right. You're right. But it seems like it's too tidily wrapped up in a nice little bow. Like, everything just, like, I mean, they're, they're against the Irvanes who just happen to be, like, your arch enemies for till the end of time kind of thing, and... I, I just don't like that they've been in the background of everything we've been a part of. It it seems it's it it just seems wrong. Like how much of it is us helping people and doing the right thing and how much of it is them pulling the strings. I can't answer that, Finn. If I'm being completely honest with you, I've never really been about doing the right thing. I just do what gets me where I want to go. So I'm probably not the best judge of that. Well, right now it seems like the best place to get where we want to go is by at least seeing this through at least part of the way. 
At least part of the way. I wonder what Pinch would say if he were here right now. Probably something incredibly crude. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, to think that... To think that little boy was part of something so big. Yeah. We had no idea. I think I'd like to see him again. Ask him a couple questions. Maybe punch him once. Maybe once. I'm not in the habit of beating up children, but I might make an exception in his case. He's like he's like the only exception. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I mean I'd still say for all the trouble that we're going to be put through, we can at least let him stew a couple of days. What do you say? Oh yeah, absolutely. Partners. Partners. I shake his hand. Uh, it feels like kind of a resolution, but do you guys want to talk about Clytus at all while you're still separate from him? Um. Right, yeah, I did have something that I might want to mention to to Finn. Um, in light of everything that's come up here at the ranch, I'm thinking that maybe we should be very cautious about the information that we let slip to Cladis. We haven't been cautious already? <laughs> well, uh, we certainly have let some things slip about uh, our previous comrade, and I think that maybe we should be a little bit more careful what we say about him. Right. I mean, we already knew Clytus was involved in whatever this was, and at the very least, we had a good idea he was keeping tabs on us regardless. Yeah, but we thought he was just affiliated with the mob. We didn't know that he was affiliated with the Christophera. To be honest, I didn't really know there was a big... It seemed like this big, dark entity kind of thing, and it's now that you've kind of put a face to it, it's... So much harder to kill something that has a face. Oh, no, it doesn't. No, it isn't. <laughs> Not in Bella's case, for sure. I replied to the GM as Finn. As Finn. <laughs> so the opposite. Now that it has a face, we can kill it. Mm-hmm. It's not a super gang. It's just one dude in a suit. With no buttons to push. <laughs> or maybe it did have buttons. I didn't notice. Well, uh, anything else while you've got some privacy? I think I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. All right. I will bring him back in. Wonder if he uh, was talking shit with nobody else in the channel. All by himself! <laughs> Entering public chat. Hello. Welcome back. Hello. Thank you. So we've decided you're no longer part of the group. Not expected. Bella's finally decided to end Clytus' life. Roll a new character. <laughs> oh, oh, we don't work like that, Fian. <laughs> <laughs> Role play or something, because you just broke the narrator. <laughs> um, so I imagine that that little powwow uh, happened in the same room. You just asked Clytus to leave for a couple of minutes, right? Yeah, I'd, I'd assume so. Um, do we want to pick up, like, as you guys come out? And, Clytus, would you be hanging around there, or would you go somewhere else to give him some space? Uh, Clytus would go somewhere else to give him space. Okay, um, I do think that the next scene I'd like to do is the, uh, first interaction between Clytus, Bella, and Finn since they had their conversation. 
Um, so I guess it just uh, depends. Bella, would you be kind of proactive in seeking Clytus out, or are you just kind of in avoidance mode now? Um, how would this work? Uh, yeah, she would go seek him out. Uh, just kind of hunt him down, let him know that we're done chatting, and uh, that we are going to take his offer, but we would just like to hang out a few days before we let him know, because it's just not, it's just not good to look too eager. Understandable. And, I mean, it's not like they deserve eagerness anyway. Anything else you want to discuss? I imagine this, uh, well, you might have some feelings on I mean, honestly, I kind of, I kind of knew you were already involved in shady business. So, I mean, it's, it's not, not really anything that was too surprising, to be honest. I mean, big worry is how, how, how much communication have you had with them about, you know, us? Enough. Did you tell them how I beat you in the log? <laughs> no, I definitely <laughs> did not report that back. <laughs> that would have been a good story. I think he's embarrassed, Finn. I'm sure you'll tell it more than once, so we do have several days here. What what about the story when I saved you? Tell them that? No, I did not. I mean I mean if you're gonna be telling them things about us, you may as well tell the good things. I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> Finn is such a jilted ex. <laughs> <laughs> Finn I did not have extended conversations. Those would be pretty easy to spot. I reported on the need-to-knows. You know, I think Champion of the Log is a very much a need-to-know. Well, as I said, you'll have your chance to tell everyone here. And I'm sure- Champion of the Log! What did you tell them about me, Cladis? I reported on where we were, the rough idea of what we were doing, and it did not seem to me that y'all knew anything about the archives. Kept well, my eyes that out. that is true. Did you tell them how terrifying I am? <laughs> yes, Bella, that much I did report. Oh, good. <laughs> okay, you talk about her being terrifying, which, I mean, is a given. You just have to look at her, or she has to look at you. I mean, either way, you can tell. And you don't say anything about about my impressive feats of prowess. My job was more focused on threat assessment than bragging rights there, Finn. And I'm also not going to report anything that makes me look bad. I think I am very deserving of being called a threat. Thank you. <laughs> oh, of course. I told them about your abilities. And I told them to beware of any doors that they are favorable to. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's what got reported, is that no door is safe from Finn. <laughs> if you have something, don't think it's safe behind a door. <laughs> that's going to be Finn's final do boss, is just like a, a room that has no doors. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, if that's all you want to speak about, I'll get back to the chores. That's all I want to speak about. I'll go back to the chores, not even talking about the log. The rusted log. <laughs> uh, how far forward do you guys want to jump? Uh, do you want to jump straight to a couple days from now? You've let him cool his heels on the ranch um, and the conversation with him, or is there anything else that you want to do in the meantime? 
uh, Finnegan's already kind of had his farmhand field trip, so I think he's good. Okay, um, so a couple of days passed, um, however many that you decide is uh, enough to make this guy sweat it out a little bit. Um, and I imagine that, um, you let Clytus arrange another meeting, um, like you had when you first showed up. So that way there doesn't have to be much mixing. Um, you know, he just kind of stays in his manner where all of his needs are tended to. Um, I do want to say that, um, as part of working in Bella becoming a savant, um, that in the, the time that she's been on this ranch with it not being the kind of place that she likes to be. And um, I don't know if she'd necessarily being feeling anxiety or stress or what um, necessarily like the emotion would be, um, even if it's just like a claustrophobia of being like contained in here. But she kind of leaned into her allomancy, uh, especially with Cheryl, and has been rioting almost continuously while flaring the metal um, as part of her transformation into becoming a savant. Yeah, that seems about right. She probably, it's probably not so much anxiety as just like a lack of feeling like she has to try. So like she's not trying super hard to be charming. She's just kind of like leaning back on her allomancy is like, I, I don't know how to describe it, but it's just. No, like I think not, that makes a lot of really, sense. She doesn't really care. So she's not trying very hard. And so she just yeah, uses her she doesn't feel the need yeah. to like use the social energy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense because it doesn't really it didn't fit with me to think that she's having like anxiety. Uh so I think that makes a lot more sense as to why she would suddenly lean into it is that um there's there's just no reason to not put forth an effort or to put forth an effort. Mhm. Um it's it's just Cheryl. It's just Cheryl. <laughs> Uh, you you impress her just by breathing. <laughs> so you might as well just milk that for all it's worth. Yeah. Um, um, that being said... I also imagine Bella, as spiteful as she is, probably finds every opportunity she's near Clytus to, like, really hammer on the feelings of guilt or something like that. Just, like, every time... Uh, Clytus is standing in the vicinity of Bella, he just get this, gets a sudden spike of unadulterated fear. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go ahead and make that a roll. Um, and you're going to be flaring, so add one. And uh, Clytus, give me a spirit roll. Alrighty. This is a lot of dice. Uh, I am going to give you plus one for being <clears throat> grizzled. So you're pretty used to dealing with fear. Nothing. <laughs> Force and a nudge. Yeah, so you you've definitely like been feeling some some terror over the past couple of days as uh, Bella leans into her allomancy and becomes more in tune with her rioter side. Should I take willpower damage? Uh, that just depends on if she doesn't want to attack your reputation instead. Um. Yeah, she wants to attack his reputation instead. How would she do that through allomancy? Uh, it's one of the stunts that she took, humiliating hysteria. And so, like, you, at one oh. point, um, like, you, like, at the sight of her, I think maybe you just start, like, fumbling tools or things like that. Um, but something about, like, the way her presence and her allomancy is 
uh, messing with you causes you to like maybe your jokes aren't coming across as well either because like you you've got that slight edge to yourself so you come up as more manic than jovial uh, but the uh, the mood and the morale with the rest of the uh, farmhands just isn't what it was before I'm so and so sorry, you take that I, point I, of how reputation. much oh just one uh depends you got two nudges to spend so you could do three points of reputation damage here Oh my god. No, I'm just gonna do one. <laughs> and Clytus being a bit spiteful himself and knowing that she had to be the cause, make sure that one of the farm hands puts spiders in her drink at some point. <laughs> That's so specific. <laughs> <laughs> um give me a uh influence? influence. Yeah, let's go influence. Um add one because of your drive um and then i'm gonna give you another one to the for the christophori network christophori network sweet looks like it's twos uh yeah at one point bella you find a spider in your drink i dump it on the floor wherever i am it doesn't matter if it's right in the middle of dinner um, I imagine he would have specified breakfast, if possible. Okay, so yeah, right in the middle of breakfast. Clytus finally passed an influence roll. <laughs> <laughs> he just has to be on his home turf, that's all. Meanwhile, yep. I'm pretty sure that's the first time that I've used humiliating hysteria, and it was against one of my own party members <laughs> to, to bully him. Well, former party member now. <laughs> they they were just joking about kicking you out. I mean, they maybe maybe he wasn't, but that wasn't what was said necessarily okay <laughs> meanwhile when Clytus hears about the spider he's like i'm so glad i'm not rashkin <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah let's uh let's jump back jump forward to that meeting um same as before you're uh led into that room where the furniture has been moved aside so this table can be placed there um would you want Clytus there with you yeah bella doesn't care yeah so, Clytus, would you want to be present? If Clytus is not specifically barred, then yes, he would be present. Okay, yeah, so same setup as before. There's the three chairs um, on the one side and the one um, where Griffith sits down. And he flashes another smile and spreads his arm wi- arms wide. And you can see, once again, um, the very clear uh, marking of a crescent moon brand on his right wrist um, on the inside Real of it. Real quick clarification, though. Clytus wouldn't be sitting with the group. He would be lurking in the background, leaning against the wall. Okay. Um, would you have communicated that before so there wouldn't be a chair for you, or is there just an empty chair? No. There's just an empty chair. Okay. Um, welcome back. I uh, hear that you have an answer for me. Indeed. And I think we are inclined to accept. Hmm. And he smiles very widely. I'm just so glad to hear that. Don't smile too too much yet. One, it's creepy. Two, I've got conditions. Very well, Finn. I didn't expect you to be taking the lead on this, but you're, of course, welcome to speak for yourself as well as the group. I'm not taking the lead for the group. I'm taking... I'm, I'm doing what's best for me and my family right now. You've taken something from my family, and I want it back. It's the entire reason I'm doing any of this. The deed to the docks in the warehouse that you stole. Your family stole from mine. Uh, his smile actually grows a little bit wider. 
and he reaches down to a small briefcase that he brought inside with him, and he puts it on the desk, and he opens it up, and he pulls out a deed, and he turns it, um, and, like, slides it across the table, and, um, as you peruse it, you can see that it's, um, exactly what it is that you're asking for, and, um, as soon as you're done reading it, he smiles again, and then starts to slide it back across the table towards himself. This is something that we anticipated and are ready to agree to as long as it's done after the archive's been secured. Very well. Um, he reaches into the briefcase, uh, pulls out another set of documents. Um, this one is a contract that is um, agreement for payment for services rendered as a private contractor to um, hand over control of the uh, warehouse, the dock, and the uh, boats that were associated with your parents' company uh, on the return of the copper mines uh, specified in the documents. Um, and you can roll a wits if you want to to try and scrutinize it for any language, but um, just offhand, like it doesn't seem like there's anything specific in there that would bar you. Like it, it seems to be above board. I'll, uh, I'll, I will take a look at it because I mean, I still don't trust the guy regardless of if everything seems kosher. Mm. Uh, is that going to be a straight witch roll? Um, I think so. You don't really have anything that would stop, uh, that would give you a bonus. Will I be able to get a bonus for already not trusting this guy? Uh, I'll give you a free nudge. Okay. Yeah, I'll take it. That is twos. Uh, yeah, with twos, um, you read through it very closely. Um, you do notice that there's a couple of things that, um, like, it doesn't include any of, like, the small properties, so, like, ropes and things. And, um, it doesn't seem like that's necessarily an omission by intent, but, um, you, you ask for an amendment to it to include, like, all of, all inventory and everything that's associated with the company at the time of the sign, um, at the time of signing this contract. So that way, uh, even if they weren't planning on cheating you out that way, you're protected. Ayo. Read the fine print, folks. Uh, well, unless you have any other questions for me, um, I have a question for you, Bella. And what might that be? Uh, he pushes his arms and spreads them wide. Um, in kind of a, a grandiose giving gesture, and he uh, smiles really widely again and says, How can the Christopheri help you strike back against the Irvings? Hmm, getting rid of the bounty on our heads might be a good start. Consider that done. That was always uh, part of the deal we already had in place. I'm talking about what what can we do for you now to make sure that you have the equipment and resources you need to really put the screws to their organization the same way you did to ours. Hmm. Honestly, darling, I'm still sort of simmering on that one. I haven't quite decided how I want to ruin Beretta's life just yet. But I think that it would be a safe bet to say that I could use a lot of firepower. Well, if you don't mind taking some suggestions, uh, intelligence might be one of the things that we can offer you, and I believe we have both the perfect target and the perfect cover for, uh, taking a, taking a small chunk out of their resources. I'm listening. 
Have you heard of the Vanishers? Have I heard of the Vanishers? Has Bella ever read a newspaper in her life, or is she too pretty? (laughs) (laughs) People would gossip about it. Yeah, she. If if there's gossip, she's definitely heard about them. You could say I'm familiar. We've identified a a couple of trains belonging to the route between Rashikin and Elendel uh, that contain some high-priority goods. Um, In fact, we might even be able to isolate one of the cars that contains firearms to get you the type of firepower you're asking for. As long as the Christophori can share in some of the profits from the train robbery. But I would like to suggest that we... uh, Perform our own vanishing job on the goods inside that train. Well, darling, I think you have a deal. And uh, once more, he pushes his hand forward to shake your hand. I'm going to shake his hand. Uh, Unless anybody has anything else, I think that's a great place for us to stop the episode. I'm good. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I am so glad we got to some juicy, juicy secrets in this group. uh, Because... um, it's been secrets that I've been sitting on for a very long time. Uh, very, very soon after the bank was robbed um, is when all of this kind of clicked together. And we decided that, uh, that Carl and I decided that it was specifically chosen to be a bank robbery by Pinch because it was a Christopheri bank tied to the back backstory. And so it's, uh, it's really great to have some of these things out in the open. I'm so glad to share them with you. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it, too. I was, I was really looking forward to your reactions to it, uh, Zach and Lena. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we will be back in two weeks' time for a brand new arc where uh, we're going to rob a train. Finally. Finally, I get to rob a train. <laughs> yes! We're How be do you true play outlaws. Wild West and not rob a train? Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I've never had to I've never had to destroy a moving door before, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> I have to say I expected a lot more violence in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> now, Bell is very reasonable. This this went exactly as I expected. Yeah, the only the only violence committed the only violence committed was against Clytus' psyche. <laughs> yeah. oh, poor Clytus and an arachnid or two I'd like to note no spiders were harmed in the making of this episode <laughs> uh, but one drinking glass was alright we'll see you in uh, two weeks time thank you for listening bye, bye. Mistborn and all related properties are owned by Brandon Sanderson and Dragonsteel Entertainment The Mistborn Adventure Game, the Alloy of Law Supplement, and the Masks of the Past Supplement are owned by Crafty Games. Special thanks to Steve Argyle for letting us use his artwork for the logo, and to Boardroom Design for putting the logo together for us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and YouTube at LLOS Podcast, or join our Discord community. We hope that you'll give us a 5-star review on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. And make sure you tell a friend who loves Brandon Sanderson. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time. Uh, Finnegan's already kind of had his farmhand field trip, so I think he's good. Oh, fuck. Farmhand field trip would have been such a great episode title for the last episode.
just like insert the clip of of Zach saying farmhand field trip like know, right at the end. I of just the might. <laughs> I just might. <laughs> no context, just farmhand field trip. <laughs>